0: The following podcast contains explicit language.
1: Previously hardworking editor, Ben rose to national prominence after a sloppy night with Mike Pence led to the downfall of Donald Trump's entire administration.
2: This is Sex Lives, New York Magazine's podcast about sex. I'm Maureen O'Connor. And this podcast is going to be entering the world on the same day that America's most sexually anxious president is being sworn in. (laughs) So happy Inauguration Day. Um, We're gonna be talking about sex and politics and pee today. So for that task, I am joined by Daily Beast senior editor and Girl Friday podcast host, Erin Gloria Ryan whose last visit to the show involved objectifying a young Tim Kaine.
1: Welcome back, Erin. Yay! thanks for having me, and I'm sorry we can't re-objectify Tim Kaine because he really had a day yesterday.
2: Ugh, I know. You know, I was concerned, though, that there was only, like, one hot picture of him, and I was like, if we saw more pictures of him, he might not have been as hot in his youth.
1: Oh, totally. Everybody's got hot pictures and unhot pictures. One hot, yeah. yeah. Well, good thing he's not vice president, so I don't need to find
2: out he's not hot. Yeah. Phew! Dodged a bullet. (laughs) We're also joined by evocative editorial director Ben Reiniger whose last visit to the show involved a masturbation technique called the
0: stranger. <laughs> that's right. We talked about hand jobs. Uh, I mean,
2: you also told very like sweet stories about holding hands with your boyfriend as a sexually awkward kid, but we're just going to stick with the
0: masturbation technique. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. that's the part I remember as well. So,
1: What are you guys doing for the
2: inauguration?
1: Uh, I'm going to be there. I have to yeah. go down. So I'm going down on Thursday morning, uh, and I will be there Thursday morning through Sunday night.
2: Are you going to be covering it or
1: protesting yeah. or all of the above? I'm going to be writing about it. I don't I'm not really a protest type person. Not saying that there aren't things worth protesting. It's just yeah. I never I have I get embarrassed expressing myself adamantly in public. Feeling your feelings. Yeah. Like, oh, totally. Like if uh, when I was in high school and college, um, when we were at basketball or football games, if there was a cheer that called for participation, I had a real hard time fully participating in the chair. I like that, too. It just is so embarrassing. Yeah. for me. But then I can see other people participating in it and I'm like, you look like you're having a great time and I wish that I was able to have fun like you. Speaking
2: of which, do you guys believe the Trump pee rumor? Am I a bad person for wanting to talk about it? Because I know we're not supposed to be talking fake news and you guys are both real news people.
0: I think it's totally valid to talk about. um, If the question is, do I believe in my heart of hearts that Donald Trump hired prostitutes to pee on the bed in the Ritz-Carlton, Moscow because Barack Obama had once slept there? (laughs) (laughs) um, I would say no. I would also posit a theory that Donald Trump is very boring sexually. See, Uh, this is what
2: I think, too. A
0: friend uh, described him as two minutes on top. I think.
2: uh, What? Wait, did your friend have sex with him? No, no, no.
0: Uh,
2: As a characteristic. Hypothetically.
0: Oh, wow. I was really
2: leaping into action there.
0: (laughs) That would be I wouldn't have buried the lead. (laughs) That would be all we're talking about. (laughs) No, but he's an unimaginative human. He doesn't seem self-reflective. I don't think he has a lot of self-honesty or self-awareness. Most people I know who have very interesting, fleshed out sex lives tend to be sort of interesting, loose, introspective people. Or just who, imaginative. Exactly. Or fucked
1: up. I think if you're fucked up, because sexuality is a place that, that sort of, there's more things that it's okay to express in sex that are fucked yeah. up than mm-hmm. in normal life. You know, like if you, if you like being yelled at or called names, that's okay to ask someone to do that. But it's weird if you're, like, in a meeting and you ask your boss, like, sure. can you please call me a stupid whore? Just slap me in the face <laughs> and tell me I'm ugly. <laughs> it
0: is It is true.
2: Although, actually, you saying that actually makes me think maybe he is more sexually imaginative than I could imagine. Because mm. he yeah. clearly gets some kind of rise out of fighting, or his attachment to trading epithets with people is in a way that I cannot comprehend.
1: Well, do you remember the, da- the David Foster Wallace story, The Lover, about the man who, it's from um, no. Brief Interviews with... Uh, hideous men. Um, he there's there's this one character that's like the lover and he's interviewing this or the. it's a story of this character who is um, he he's really proud of how adept he is sexually. But it's not really about pleasing his partners. It's about him thinking that he's a big, strong, sexy man for pleasing his partners mm. so adeptly. And that seems like something that would be more of a Trump type characteristic again speculating but people that i that share his traits that uh, i've known seem to to kind of act out that way
0: That could well be true. I would wonder whether anyone has ever given him an honest assessment of his sexual performance (laughs) in his entire life. I don't
1: think most people have ever Um, really had an honest assessment of their sexual performance, (laughs) though. then we'd all feel
0: really bad and
2: lock ourselves at home and never come out again.
0: That's probably true. Uh, He he particularly, perhaps, but I I don't know. I hear the Access Hollywood tape, and I hear a 59-year-old talking like an eighth-grade boy for whom sex is like boobs and pussies and grabbing stuff and sort of, (laughs) like, very limited, very, like, junior high it sounded
1: very cut from the 40 year old virgin like the 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 way that a person who hasn't really had that much sex would talk about sex
0: exactly those weren't elaborate rich well fleshed out uh ideas about sex or women and what you might do with them they were sort of like Bo- i boobs, boobs and grabbing them yeah yes
2: i agree that this is why i don't trust him to make a crazy because the other thing is if you're making a crazy sexual tableau like that that is just like to be witnessed and enjoyed that's really like you're getting all alone too right that i think i could see him like manipulating people to pee all over stuff if there was an audience to like cheer and be like you're so funny and evil yeah but just like all in isolation Okay, once again, I keep hesitating as I want to, like, pick apart all these weird-ass rumors because I know they're not true, and yet there's this weirdness. um, I call them the wabi-sabi rumor, which is the perfectly imperfect rumor, or the thing that is, like, so weird, and the way these sort of sex scandals and rumors come together is, like, this weird remixing process. And so the latest that actually literally, as I was, like, bopping around, of course— I have the equivalent of news alerts about all sex scandals just by (laughs) dint of everybody emailing me and texting me as soon as they see something. Yeah. So all night long, I was being alerted to a notable fake news site that claimed to have found one of the prostitutes that peed on the Obama bed for Trump. And the weirdest thing about it is it was demonstrably false. Um, The woman claimed that he had a half inch length dick um, between half an inch and one inch. But the reason part of the reason we know it's completely fake is because the pictures that this website used for this woman were the actual pictures of the Russian call girl who accused and then like rescinded accusing and then fled to Russia after accusing Elliot Spitzer of assaulting her last year. I don't know if you recall. This is also one of those stories that's like so unbearably seedy and layers of like confusion that kind of only exists in like New York City tabloids. Right. But there's this weirdness that I was like, it's like we're just sort of recombining this one set of like scandalous woman, the Russian call girl who like flies about the world so that she start rumors right. about, like, Elliot Spitzer and everyone else.
1: Right. It's like, you, when you were little, did you ever have those fashion plates where you could change the head in the middle yes. and the legs? I loved that game. This is sort of like, one, but eventually you had exhausted every possible combination every of the three because those are the ones that you have. This feels like like scandal fashion plates. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And we have, okay, Russian, okay, put the Russian hooker with the... President.
0: So Anthony Weiner will surface. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The next... So then there'll be Anthony
1: Weiner it... and a Russian hooker and uh, scat play, or you know, there'll be there'll be some other weird mm-hmm. thing. Although we haven't really had a scat scandal.
0: We're just getting. Diaper, we're getting warmed wait, up. Who's with, the with diaper Dave?
1: Scandal. Dave Vitter?
0: Oh yes,
1: Randy. Uh, that had a.
0: Yeah. That was a
2: rumor for the record i what was that ever verified i don't even know
0: i don't i'm not i'm not up on my david bitter scandals this All is right. a
2: really messy blowing off steam podcast today i think okay. <laughs> <laughs> fyi guys <laughs> i mean what's <laughs> happening i'm curious do you guys feel okay sleeping with somebody you find politically repugnant
0: sleeping with or dating
2: dating is a no come on would you date somebody that you thought like was a racist
1: or i think that theoretical is so removed from any possibility For me to even be in a situation where I would be like, hmm, am I going to sleep with or date this person?
2: Not even just like pure banging. I mean, I know you have a boyfriend.
1: (laughs) Um, I would consider the the act of sleeping with somebody a form of um, positive reinforcement of Mm -hmm. their personality and whole like selfhood. So I and I also am very justice minded. So I would feel like it was an unjust act for me to reward Somebody who was gross.
0: There's potentially a scenario where I would sleep with someone who had a very different brand of politics than I did if it was well thought out and seemed sort of compassionate and rooted in common sense. I don't think like a conservative Mike Pence style Republican would be acceptable to me at all because I find that uh, ideology to be so anathema to everything I believe. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's like a cute libertarian out there who's uh, thought through things in an interesting way, and maybe has a slightly <laughs> different idea about the role of the government. There
2: are some cute a cabin upstate, totally
0: some scraggy anarchist. I could totally get down with that. I have some like in a while.
2: vague sense though that I'm like maybe like cultural conservatives just need to get boned. I mean, I don't want to reward them for their behavior. I'm mm-hmm. like maybe someone just needs to get peed on, and then you're going to start like <laughs> feeling down with like letting the world be it's, free. It's like the
0: opposite of the listerata. You think you can sort of like. Uh, fuck some sense sense into into them (laughs) or like just help them find joy rather than withholding the sex you can just give them the sex and let them uh, once they relax and sort of have some fun in their life they'll chill out I give up my body to save the world it's
1: getting really like crazy yeah (laughs) I don't know I I mean I couldn't date somebody who was a person who thinks that if I spend enough time around them they'll convince me of what they believe is just so insulting I would not it's like nope not gonna not gonna not, not gonna fuck with that
2: have you ever had slept with an elected official Either of you?
0: Mm. Would you? No. Have I? I can say I can say I think with confidence that I have not.
1: I was thinking about this, preparing for this. No, podcast. not a, not an elected official. No, not an oh. an elected, not and like a, not, not like a despot either. I didn't sleep with like Edo. <laughs> okay,
0: ro- royalty. Uh, <laughs>
1: no, no. I. There's a good story about like a no, Dutch prince. No, you should... no government. Anybody? No, no government. Anybody? No puppet.
0: Fascinating. Now I'm thinking like a comptroller. All of or, a sudden, I realized uh,
1: that, and I was like,
2: man. I've got a lack in my life. How have I not slept with a, a sitting official of some Because or other? they're
1: ugly. They're almost uniformly across the board, very ugly. And the ones that are not ugly are in danger of dying of pussy poisoning.
2: And I think they're also very aware that one does not sleep with the sex columnist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that does seem... You would have to, like, go deep undercover. Yeah, I think
2: that's... Those problems are kind of all solved for me because everyone is just a self-selecting crew at this point. That is actually a
0: plot line in Sex and the City for a minute, isn't it? (gasps) And he pees. He wants her to pee. Wow.
2: It's, um, it's... Roger Silver from Mad Men, right? Whatever exactly. that name Roger is Sterling. Is. Sterling. It's John it's Flattery.
1: Sterling. And he is Carrie's hottest boyfriend, IMHO. I, of all uh-huh. the boyfriends, I think he's the best, like, most oh, wow. attractive yeah, one.
0: Maybe. And that's so funny. He wants to pee on her and then no, she he wants
1: of, her to pee on him. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And then she gets there emotionally or doesn't get there emotionally. She was like, then I can
2: help. And then our, she writes a nasty column about him. She really yeah. pee shames him.
0: But first he breaks up with her because oh. the campaign is giving him pressure. I've really never seen like. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have
0: encyclopedic knowledge. I definitely no. do not have an encyclopedic knowledge of uh, this episode.
1: Uh, no, I remember that. He breaks up with her because they don't want him. No, she refuses to pee on him. And then he's, he retorts by being like, well, the campaign doesn't want me to date Press sex Press Exactly. Yeah. Mm. It's a little
0: lurid. Right. And then I do think Maureen is right that she goes whole hog and just outs him and uh, shames him, pee shames him. You
1: know what my favorite new Sex and the City theory is? Mm. So, okay, so you know that Trey McDougall is, this, is, is Kyle McLaughlin, the same actor who mm-hmm. plays yes. Agent Cooper in Twin, uh, Peaks, Twin yeah. Peaks. I like to imagine that He's still Agent Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> and and Sex and the City is the Black Lodge. It takes place entirely <laughs> in wow. the Black Lodge and that's why his penis doesn't work.
0: Wow. Oh. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch Twin Peaks and get back to it It's on that one, it's but. really
1: it's really fun to watch things that are like sort of maybe you're bored with them or they're they are a little insipid. Um, and just reimagine that, like all the character, like the main character has been dead the whole time. Yeah. my brother and I call it Will it <laughs> <laughs> So, like Home Alone can Shyamalan really well. Oh, that was a really that's a good that's one. A yeah, if Kevin was dead the whole time, he's a, a ghost. ghost. Yeah.
2: them, yeah. Oh my God, he's a
1: poltergeist.
0: And then, of course, Donald Trump is in the second Homeland movie, so it comes. Full oh my circle. God, it's really yeah. all
2: coming together. And this is how you get fake news, people. <laughs> it all feels right. I don't know why it just feels right. There's a hooker somewhere
0: remixing the world.
1: Be, I mean, there's a hooker that will probably say pretty much anything as long as Vladimir Putin doesn't like execute her cousin. Sure. You know, there's there's probably a ton of people who can be manipulated into even to pretending things happened even if they didn't.
2: Or people that just like enjoy such things. Yeah. Mm. They're people just willing to do it without any manipulation. If Donald Trump wanted you to
0: pee on him, would you do it? Well, in what I mean, it's hard for me to imagine a context in which I've gotten that far. <laughs> I'll say two things about that though, because there's always that sexual scandal. I mean, maybe in this series of Trump revelations, there was a certain amount of, again, believing that they're made up, which I do largely, or at least unsubstantiated. There might be a little bit of poetic justice, nonetheless, for the guy who railed on fake news and smears to find himself the victim of the thing that he was shouting about for much of his I campaign. I know. It's yeah.
2: precisely why it's so incredibly difficult for me to let go of. And yeah. so it sort of
0: it calls to mind those particularly Schadenfreude in inducing sex scandals that happen with conservative religious right male politicians right. who end up Remember that guy George Reckers who Was coming back from he ran like the Family Research Council, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think in 2010 or 2011 he was coming back from a European vacation and was found. There was a a guy he'd hired off rent boy who was, and he said he was just to carry his luggage.
2: I love that so Uh, much. As a rent boy, you can literally rent a boy to do any task.
0: (laughs) Totally, though I believe there is one task primarily for which they are rented uh, (laughs) that has nothing to do with luggage. Hmm. But uh,
2: it was actually like for somebody who's like wildly out of culturally illiterate, I can almost see how you might be confused that a rent boy might be like a task rabbit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a B-plot from Arrested Development. If they were making a new series or a new season, it would be like Tobias Got, uh, he ordered a rent boy. What totally Tobias, Tobias didn't know was that a rent boy was
2: not. Rent. <laughs> a
0: boy, you can rent. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: So, are those the exactly. type of sex scandals you find deeply appealing, Ben?
0: Well, I was just going to say the maybe there's, to, to, to your earlier point about politically ah. motivated sex, maybe there are world leaders who I would have sex with for the pure oh, totally. justice of them being documented having sex with a man, uh, because I think <laughs> that could bring. Uh, well, if there's a the chance world.
2: that you're going to help the first openly gay president find himself, Ben, I think that it's your patriotic duty. To yeah, have sex I can't with believe you. Whatever even president questioned. wants to have sex with you. Sure. This is really oppressive logic that I've got going on here, but I think I might just go with it.
0: Or just a sloppy night with drunk Mike Pence for pure justice,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, which would also be amazing. Who's if that he... was my Wikipedia entry, I would be okay with it.
1: <laughs> just yeah. a sloppy night with Mike Pence.
0: <laughs>
1: Previously, hardworking <laughs> editor. <laughs> Ben rose to national prominence after a sloppy night with Mike Pence led to the downfall of Donald Trump's entire administration.
0: See, I'd take it. Uh, I think that I would be would by do. far the greatest thing I'd ever accomplished.
1: If there was ever some crazy far-fetched situation where I was like, well, Aaron, you got to fuck your way out of this one, then I, would, I, guess, I guess I would do it. But um, in terms of, I don't know that I'm attracted to the sort of person who is attracted to being a uh, yeah. world leader so I think that you know just sort of you know the the adage where it's like if somebody wants to be president that means they shouldn't be president if someone wants to be a politician that means I probably don't want to sleep with them yeah it means your penis shouldn't be near your vagina yeah yeah I mean although Justin Trudeau is kind of cute I mean, yeah. everybody yeah. likes Justin Trudeau, but it's a yeah. little, he piles, he lays it on a little too thick. I
2: don't I'd know. I'd pee on Mike Pence before I fuck Trudeau, just for like, <laughs> there's more purpose there. You know? Trudeau is going to be like a mediocre, I like think he's a cute guy, but I don't think it's actually good. It's that I'm taking sexual pleasure off the table because I do not believe any world leader is going to be actually fun to have sex with. Hmm. And then from there, I'm just like creating some kind of horrible utilitarian calculus of like Machiavellian
0: proportions. <laughs> I don't know. I'd pee on I Pence. Mean, Rick Rick Perry, former Texas Governor Rick Perry, hits a certain type.
1: Yeah. Oh. Huh. I mean, (laughs) if
0: you want that sort of Warby Parker Glasses daddy thing.
1: Squinty-eyed, yeah. Yeah. He's not unhandsome. Do you know that he wanted to be a veterinarian and help animals, but he was too stupid? (laughs) And so, <laughs>
0: so he became. The that's governor how of Texas. became. That's
1: how he got into. Pol- that's like how he switched majors oh no. and like got into politics because he was too dumb. He just wanted to help animals. Oh no! Isn't that so sad?
0: You know, and instead he unhelps a lot of women. So, <laughs> oh my God, how it all works out?
1: Yeah, I mean, now he's going to be in charge of the um, the um, the uh, Department of. Uh,
0: Whatever it is. I Um, actually remember what
1: it is. Yeah. The (laughs) the Department of Memory lapses that are now super ironic.
0: Exactly.
2: Ugh. (laughs) Um, Has your personal sex life reacted in any way to the political stress currently? (laughs) I keep hearing from women that are like, I can't get turned on anymore, which... Hmm.
1: I think it's I've, a I have tragedy. I don't want to give too much away
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I want to be demure about my personal sex life. but I will say that uh, women that i've that I've spoken to, friends of mine, um have had kind of di- like divergent reactions. Some have said, you know, I, I couldn't touch a man. I couldn't get turned on. Other people have maybe gone through periods of time where sex was the only thing that made them feel alive. So they were having a lot more sex than normal yeah. and a lot weird. I've I've talked to a couple of people who've had a lot weirder sex than normal hmm. um, after after the election, because it's sort of like, who fucking cares? We're all going to die. Yeah. So let's just like do this weird shit. Last man
0: of the world. Sex. Yeah. 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 Totally. Like
1: 24 hours left on Earth sex, but always and for every single day of the Trump administration. Fascinating. Oh, huh.
2: Maybe that can be a a fun side effect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: you just it's I I would imagine it's just a matter of of retooling your perspective. You just have to wake up and be like, I'm going to fuck like there's no tomorrow today and then live it, man. (laughs) Just dance like
2: nobody's watching. Fuck like there's
1: no tomorrow. Oh, I think the end of that should be fuck like you hate your dad. (laughs)
2: Well, on that note, thank you guys so much for coming in <laughs> and blowing up some wow. with me. Um, our guests this week have been Ben Reinica, editorial director, at Vocative, and Erin Gloria Ryan, senior editor at The Daily Beast and the host of the podcast Girl Friday. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Thanks, thanks for so coming, much. guys. Sex Lives is produced by Afim Shapiro and Alana Milner. Thanks also to Laura Mara and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.